representing Don Juan and it's your boy Moop Dog. What's goody? What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, what you been up to since the you know the last episode? Man, you know, like we out here prospering. We out here doing our thing. You know, um, holiday season, as uh, DJ Holiday would say. You know, I don't know if you felt it yet or whatever. The powers are kicking in. You know, slowly but surely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um, I got hit up by somebody about that. You know, um, I'm up, but you know, uh, tomorrow it's gonna be a special day. Just you know, but on a more, I guess on like a more serious note, uh-huh. it's gonna be uh. What it what it really symbolizes is just the planets um, of Jupiter and uh, Saturn aligning for the right. first time in hundreds of years and since so like what fourteen something right? Uh, yeah, may um we talked about it on the Divine Council podcast. I, I haven't. Oh hell yeah, we ain't put that episode out yet. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's something big. It's a big deal if you believe in like astrology and stuff. So. Yeah, just uh, just be uh tuned in. You know, tomorrow uh should be interesting. But um, I do know those. I do know that the 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 memes have been funny. Like the the ones I've seen <laughs> more so of like Umar with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that, that <laughs> or or Twenty One Savage, where it's like white people or whatever. Like I'm I'm terrorizing them because I'm a super villain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It, it should be interesting to say the least. But um, so yeah, you you said you just been just been grinding since uh, the last episode. Man, you know, like uh, shit's really just kind of we, we going into the end of the year, and a lot of people, this is where they slow down or whatever. But it's like, yo, we both got a little bit of time coming up, you know, away from work. I don't have to like when I gonna say gonna have to whatever. I'm not really gonna be around my family like that and everything. You know, my grandmother is really old and has a couple of health problems. You know, so I'm stay away. You know, we're going to do the whole Zoom thing on Christmas. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'm just really grind. We're going, to, we're going to do these pods and everything. We're going to do some other stuff. You know, ready for y'all real soon, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Um, for me, you know, I've just been, I've just been working and uh, just recording uh, music and podcasts and releasing those. And, you know, uh, Christmas is right around the corner. You know, I got my black Santa hat on. I was about you know to say, the, the real Santa. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, the original, you know, so, uh, you know, just uh, planning on, because I am going to head back home, you know, it's just going to be me and my my parents and my sister, for the most yeah, part, yeah. you know, and I, I still got to get some gifts, still trying to get that lined up, you know, before I head back, because this upcoming week, I'll be off of work this week, Hell I still yeah. might do some certain things from work, because I, I work remote anyway, so I'm going to have my laptop with me, right, uh, you know, just uh, just just focusing in on that and just uh, planning for the future, in terms of not only podcasting but like my investments, uh, my business that I'm starting, um, with my my business partner, um, and my my co-host of uh the Divine Council podcast, Mark Quay. That's stuff, yeah, yeah. That stuff that's about to pop off in 2021. Uh, music. You know, like I was saying, recording music, releasing it. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm conceptualizing like video treatments because uh we got we got a um we have a song together well we we got a couple songs together but the the song the first song that i released kings um i've been thinking of a music video for that so i'm trying to get the idea of that out because i'll talk with you off air about it because i got like yes sir I, I, I thought about some other things that we could do with the video and stuff so um 
so yeah, man, I'm just I'm just planning ahead, you know. Just in your phone right now, like he said, check out Kings, check out Uplift, check out Blessings in your phone right now. Yeah, Don, Don Stefan 24. For y'all niggas that don't know Roman Nouveau 24. Don Stefan, yeah, Don Stefan the 24th. You know what I mean? Like I'm on my King shit. You feel me? So you know, I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, everywhere where streaming is available. So yeah, check that out. We're gonna put the links up. We're gonna put the links like down below, whatever. Y'all check that out, man. Dope shit. Sure. My man grinding out here. Yeah, yeah. You know, the you know, the grind don't stop, you know what I mean? So um <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I guess we're gonna start off with the artist of the the first portion of this uh, this episode. Yes, sir. And I think we decided moving forward, we're not gonna uh, play the music out loud because we every time we upload onto YouTube, we get hit with copyright strikes. So to avoid that, we'll just you know we'll just show you the artists and their page and whatnot and describe the songs. And obviously, we'll have the the songs in the bio when the episode drops. So uh, yes, sir. So yeah, we'll just uh, do that moving forward. They trying to take us out, guys, but it's, we unstoppable. It's all good, you know. For sure. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it first. You know, we usually start this bad boy off, man. Um, my first artist is a producer out of Boston, Massachusetts. I never know if I'm saying that right. Massachusetts, yeah, y'all know I'm talking Boston. You know. For sure. For sure. Goes by the name of uh, Roddy Major, like R H O D Y Major. Okay. So uh, let me see. In 2019, dropped uh, the Point Five EP. You know what I'm saying? Cool record. And then the joint that I actually found and everything, uh, another album or EP called Fall that was released this year in 2020. I'm telling you, man, just really dope content you're gonna be like okay not really the producer like join or whatever you was expecting or whatever but some of my favorite tracks uh like check out all of these and everything of course you know we're gonna have them in the links in my head oceans and then um the final one keep going featuring a an artist called julia so uh what what how do you uh spell his name again um r-h-o-d-y and then uh major m-a-j-o-r yeah roddy major okay so um how would you describe his sound um i wouldn't really say like okay when i say i I wouldn't go like an edm ish type sound but it could kind of lean a little bit towards like a different techno thing. Like imagine, I I don't want to like disrespect or anything. Kind of get in a Catronada ish vibe. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I already know what you mean. Like that dancey. House, yeah, house, you know what I'm saying. Like you, you gonna be, you gonna be moving. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. I love the fact that like I feel I you know because niggas be like oh you know such and such is back or whatever. I'm like ah oh, you know shit never left or whatever. Like producers is really putting their name out here or whatever, man, you know? Yeah, I feel like right now producers are more relevant than ever at this point because people realize um, that the producers, if not, are damn near more important than the actual artists, you know, because they lay that foundation for the, a song to become a, a hit, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, I feel like right now producers are getting the much-deserved much shine that they've been missing for the longest. 
right? If you get like you know you 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 like you get popping and shit, and then like the right person finds you, whatever. Every time you fucking jump on some shit or hear some, you know, take heat beat too hard, you know, like it's it's crazy. Or you know, if Young Metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. When I say that's the hardest shot I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, man. When I hear it on the track, I know the track about to go crazy, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, as you can see, whatever, like Don's checking this out right now for people watching on YouTube, man. Like, man's got a lot of stuff up there, man. So, yeah, I see that. Uh, oh, yeah, Michael Christmas. I know Michael Christmas. Um, I think he's from, I don't know if he's from Boston or he's around that area. Um, so, he does a lot of remixes to popular songs. Right. And just adds his twist to them. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, definitely I'll uh, look into them because yeah, I, I do like that that house type of vibe to um to records, you know. It hasn't I don't think it's blown up as much as I have expected it to have blown up. Right. But uh I think I think it definitely moving forward, I can see it having a bigger impact because I feel like people are open to more experimenting now because I was listening to those type of records. Mm-hmm. Uh, that with that sound like five six years ago, and nobody really was on that wave like that. And now you're seeing more artists come into it, such as like a a, a Shmino or an Amine. They they jump on these type of records, and uh, or a Saba. They they jump on these type of records. You know what I mean? So so yeah, I'll definitely look into a uh, Rody Major. Yeah, like I'm telling, you, I got a chance to listen to that entire Fall EP. Man, it was hard. Like I said, I gotta go back and check out the one he dropped last year, but. I'm seeing so much content on the SoundCloud now. That's crazy. That's what's up. That's what's up. I uh so the first artist that I, I pick for this week. Uh mm-hmm. let me see. okay, he goes by the name Drewski. Not not to be confused with the, the comedian Drewski, but Okay. Yeah, he goes by the name of uh, Drewski, and um, literally all the artists that I found today, I found off of a playlist on SoundCloud. And okay. Yeah, this is just an up and coming dude, um, uh, hailing from uh, New Jersey, and he, the the song that I chose is called "Sick and Tired." This is the the top song up here, and right. he uh he kind of reminds me of Juice World a little bit, um. You know, he's got that, it's got the, the emo aesthetic to it, but, you know, it's sort of like the melodic rap, but it just, to me, it just, it flows well with the beat that he chose. And, um, yeah, I think, I think there's bright things coming for this, this dude, because, you know, Juice World with Juice World passing, uh, I feel like there is a void, there is a space open for somebody to come in and to continue that, that wave that uh juice world was on you know that's tough um and you know i it's, it's popular and i feel like this guy fits right into that that uh that wave you know and another song that i like which is the one right up under it's called evil inside and this dude it's it's more of like the emo vibe emo rap type of uh right got, got more like of a darker undertone to it but i like it you know it's it's a uh, very expressive if if you know th- that's the best way i can explain it um think of juice world think of maybe like a trippy red or something like that he's sort of in that that bag 
Oh yeah, facts. He doesn't I, have he as far as I know, he doesn't have any uh projects out at this moment. So so yeah. Just look into him. He's on Apple Music, Spotify, you know. So why do I feel like you've sent me this dude before? Like the picture isn't familiar right now, but that name, I swear I think I've heard that before. Uh maybe, maybe maybe I have. I don't know. Cause you know, like we'll just shoot each other shit like all the time and everything. And it's like, okay, yeah, you know, check this out, go check this out and everything. And I'm like, I feel like you might have sent me this dude, but I'm not for sure, man. I mean, I'm you know, go through this whenever you know we get in the bio together and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I feel like that just sounds so familiar. Yeah, very uh mysterious uh type of artist, you know. I mean, he don't really post pictures like that, so so yeah, I'm uh I'll definitely be t- tuned in. To see what he drops next coming up. So yeah, that's my first artist. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. For my second pick, you know, we, we got to keep it traditional, man. You know, North Carolina, man. So this artist is actually out of Washington. Washington, North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? City over here, like right where right by where I'm from. Okay. Um Goes by the name of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of got, like, the little moniker or whatever right now, Mike Jordan. Okay. But it's, like, Jordan, like, J-O. You know, like, everything except for the A is a four. Uh, Right, let me see. He's kind of in between here and Vegas. I know he was out in Vegas kind of, like, getting his sound right and shit for a little bit. But, you know, COVID. I think he's, like, come back here, and you know, to Washington and everything, man. Um. The joints I really checked out and everything that was all were released this year were uh, Cloud Nine, Lifted, and um, I'm Not Sorry. Okay. You know, he's got way more content on the SoundCloud compared to, like, you know, Apple and Spotify. But, you know, as you can see, whatever, he's got a lot of stuff on the SoundCloud, man. Like, if, if I was to have a describe, bro, I probably would say... You, I, I, w- I wouldn't really say like not a lot of logic thing because it's not really like a Mac either. Like his sound is kind of, it, it's real rhymey, but you wouldn't expect what you're gonna hear like once you like because you see the picture, yeah. And but what you would hear is like a whole different like oh, okay, you know, wouldn't really expect that, bro. But cool. But my man can spit. Though. I'm not going front. For sure, for sure. It's got a sound. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then you know we gotta rep North Carolina to the fullest, man. So I just wanted to give homie a little bit of buzz, man. That's for real. Yeah, um, there was another artist that's been buzzing out of North Carolina, but he, I think he's about to blow up. Um, he he went viral recently. He's from Fayetteville. Just wanted to shout him out real quick. His name is Mo Ray. See, okay. See, see, he just dropped this song a month ago. Eight hundred fifty nine thousand streams on it. Mm. He's about to blow up, and he's coming out of uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. So, more he's got that melodic type of Rod Wave type of vibe to his music. So, definitely stay in tune because this dude is about to pop. So, J Cole, get him up quick, man. Yeah, but that that's not my second artist. I didn't choose him because he's already about to he's about to blow up. But um, yeah. So my my second artist for this week is uh. I don't even know how to really pronounce this. But. Yeah, some of them be different, cool, man. I swear, like, even at one time, we had Balthus, and it took me, like, a minute to figure it out. Yeah, uh, his name is Wiredon. Wiredon. 
Um, I couldn't find where he's actually from. I tried looking on his uh, socials, but I will say this. Um, the song that I chose is off of his project that he literally just released six days ago called Came Up Off a Lick. It's, oh, shit. it's the song called uh, Roadrunner Intro. It To me, he's got, it's like some chill, laid back type of uh, rhymes to it. You know, he's, and, um, you know, he's talking about the grind and, you know, has introspective lyrics. Also enjoyed the, the second song right after that called Traffic. It's really another song that he's going in, hard hitting lyrics. Um, and yeah, I think I think he's somebody I, I found on that playlist. Um, I think he's somebody that's on the come up. Don't know where he comes from, but uh, he's someone I'm definitely going to stay in tune for moving forward because he definitely he has that that flow that I like. You know, um, some some vibes vibe music when you're driving. You know what I mean? So. Uh, Definitely stay in tune for uh, Wired. Then he doesn't have any. Well, yeah, he has this new project. Definitely look, check that out. Came up off a of lick. I don't think it's on streaming right now, but uh, yeah. Okay. Tell you, man, these 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 niggas being mysterious and everything, man. You be like, yo, they go, like that that weekend template is crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. I guess um, on to my third pick. So, so I, I, and I'm not gonna front like at first, man. I like because I heard dude, and I was okay. Yeah, you know, it's that 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 gritty gutter sound that I like. Whatever, every you know, every now and again when I kind of get on my shit, right? Right. Because I was like, is his name this? And I'm like, no, okay. But the name is Pedro APR, coming out of uh, Fort Pierce, Florida. I actually had to look that up. I'm telling you, I was like looking for a while, like, yo, where is this nigga from? Like, damn, you know? Okay. I mean, as soon as you turn it on, it's just like, you know, it, it's not like the kind of Kodak Florida, but just, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, like real gangster shit, you know? I'm about to say he's got the black Air Force Ones on. You already know it. <laughs> yeah, you know what type of time we are. Like, uh, I mean, shit, all the stuff or whatever I'm about to uh, say or whatever, like, literally... It was one I can only find on YouTube and shit. It's probably on his SoundCloud too and everything compared to streaming. But um, no distractions was hard. Dirt Road Bandit Fire and um, this song called Prayers all came out this year in 2020. Man, like dudes just get you know he's been going crazy this year with quarantine. So for sure, for sure, yeah, Florida man. You know, um, a lot of people from the Florida, some, uh, particularly. South Florida, yeah, they got that. They got a, you know, they're they're uh very they're trending right now. You know, Kodak being one of the biggest names, but there's a lot of artists that have a similar vibe to him from that area, um, of the state. So definitely, Florida continues to to uh to push out talent and um, yeah, just continue to you know bring these new people into the industry. It's interesting to see. Cause you know Atlanta's been running the game for so long, probably over twenty years now. But high key, I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, I feel like there's a couple places that could overtake Atlanta. I feel like maybe Florida has that vibe, you know, that could take it. Um, I think the DMV is really bubbling right now. I, I really like what people are doing out of Detroit right now. Yeah, uh, I really like their movement. So uh, it'll be interesting to see with this decade, this upcoming, this new decade that we're into or going into, who, who, t- what, 
region or city uh, or state takes over. Or the infamous Drake bar. How y'all, how y'all let me run around here? I ain't even from around here. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, my, um, I guess, all right, let me go into my. Yeah, shout out, shout out Pedro and everything. Like Don said, that real Black Forces type music. Yeah, yeah. So you know what time he on. <laughs> you feel, yeah. Uh, my next artist right here, man. This dude. Speaking of Drake, uh, speaking of Drake, he comes from the six. Hey, um, six, but, six, six, six. But he's not. Um, he doesn't have that six sound to him. Okay. He, he uh, his name is Cavill, and he produces his music and. This dude right here, I think he he's special. Um, okay. The song that I chose was called Heaven on Earth. Uh, he just put that song out a couple of days ago. He produced it. And I get Kendrick vibes from him. He, he, he reminds me of Kendrick and his delivery, his flows. Um, the production reminds me of like Kanye, Travis type of production. Um he got, you know, his new newest project is a timestamp, which he dropped earlier this year. Some of the songs I chose from that are Choices, Awake, the first two songs off of that. This dude, he can rap his ass off. Um, super talented producer coming out of Toronto. I think he has a, a bright future ahead of him. Okay, shit. Definitely have to check that out, man. Like, as soon as you said Kendrick, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. TDE, where's Isaiah Rashad? Yeah, man. New running joke, but nah, that's what's up for real. For sure. Um, going on to artist number four this way, man. Um, I actually found this artist. Shout out again, you know, to former one of my picks and everything. Um, XB Valentine. I I think I saw like a them in a picture together and everything. And this artist is also out of Dallas, Texas, man. Shout out to Raves. That's R-A-V-S. Kind of like real soul, like, you know, singing, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that one. It's a different one. Yeah. So, uh, go down some? Right there. Yep. Real soulful voice that she actually be rapping sometimes too, man. I was like, oh, okay, you know. She only has one song up here, and it's the remix of Love Galore. Yeah, okay, I think I heard that one or whatever. She had that on YouTube too. Like, uh, she dropped the EP last year, 2019, called uh, Tangled. And okay. my favorite tracks up there is uh, this joint called Picturesque, one called Run that I was like. I was like, okay, this is fucking insane. I think she has the video for Picturesque as well. Um, like this and a track called Beauty. Like that whole Tangled EP is just fire. But I mean, just a real strong, deep, soulful voice or whatever, man. Like she's really talented, man, for real. Okay, cool, cool. So shout out Raves, man. Like, All right. Um. So my uh my next pick for number four, he's uh coming from New York. Not sure if it's from the city, but all I can find so far is basically just based out of New York. Uh his name is You Know Verse. Uh you know what I mean he got that rugged look to him. He's a <laughs> he's a singer and he kind of 
he raps too, but this song that I chose from him is uh it's called Amber Grease. And he just dropped it a couple of days ago. And I'll say this, like his voice is he's got like a a, a soulful voice. Well, the production I think is soulful itself. And he kind of this on this song, he kind of reminds me of like a a mix of like black and uh verse Simmons. So okay. if you've heard both of those artists, then just imagine that and with mixed with some soulful production, you know, I think this dude is uh extremely talented. His latest project that came out is called Massimo's Pigeon. It's an EP that dropped last year. And a couple of the songs that I really enjoyed from that were uh Indigo, which is the intro, and a song called Learning Curve, where he's more so on like a it's on a ballad type of song. It's it's got like a funk psychedelic type of vibe to it but yeah i think this dude is interesting man i think he's definitely someone to watch out for in the future i feel there's big things coming from him so yeah shouts out to uh you know verse off the appearance alone bro and like the song titles you were saying man this is giving me like what justin timberlake should have did with that whole man of the wood shit he uh came out with was that last year or the year before last i can't even remember uh, I, th- I think it came out a couple years ago like this is what that shit is giving me or whatever you know which i mean i don't i never listened to that album i'm sure you didn't as well no i, I listened to it i i didn't really enjoy, was it? i didn't really enjoy it like that there was a couple songs i liked but it's more so like on a a folk type of vibe. i was gonna ask was that like folk or whatever the hell taylor swift is uh apparently doing now uh, yeah well i can't speak to taylor because i haven't i haven't heard the album but from what i seen, it's really people saying it's more of a folk album her, okay her past album but um yeah, that album that he dropped, Justin was like more of like a folk country type of vibe to it. You know, I didn't think it really worked that well for him. There was a couple songs I liked. Uh, there was one song off of it. I think it's called like Midnight. Let me uh, think of it. <laughs> Jessica like Bill made that nigga take a vacation or whatever in a, a cabin in the woods. He lost his mind. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I, the song that I'm thinking about is called Midnight Summer Jam. That's one of the songs I like from the album. Okay. So, yeah. But was I, that that I, shit with, like, Meek on it and shit, too? Uh, with Meek? Yeah. No, no, no. The only features he has on this album are Chris Stapleton, a country singer, and okay. uh, Alicia Keys. Mm. So, yeah. Shout out Alicia getting that paper. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm going to close out my artist, man. Um was crazy a couple of weeks ago, whatever. I literally was just, you know, wilding by myself or whatever. My girl went to sleep and I was on this random R&B playlist. And I was like, okay, know this song, know this song, know this song, know this song, know this song. We finally got to a song I didn't know. So my last pick, R&B singer coming out of LA, you know, Los Angeles, California, man. I don't even know if he technically should even be up here because... I guess this nigga's already blown or whatever, but by the time I was like, I have never heard of you, and this is incredible. Goes by the name Loner. Okay. Um, L-O-N-R. Yeah, Loner. When I tell you, man, like, okay, I don't think he ended up winning, but he was nominated uh, nominated for a Soul Train uh, Best New Artist Award. Uh-huh. And the song that came and got me, whatever, he got it, bro, he has a... <laughs> If this tells you anything of like the sound that you get from homie or whatever, the first thing that popped up, and I swear, like I played, I heard the shit and then played it like five more times in a row. 
Here's a song called uh, Make the Most featuring her. Oh, I've, I've heard that. I Fam, yeah, how the fuck have I never heard of that shit till like a week ago or something? I swear. Yeah, yeah, I, I've heard that song before. I think I added, yeah, I added it to my um my library. I sent it to the homie Tone or whatever, and Tone was like, "Moo, where the hell did this drop?" I said, "Fam, apparently it's been out, but I'm just finding it." Oh, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. like, "This shit is crazy." Yeah, that's on fire. Yeah, I got it in my library. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that 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 would have been the song I picked. Or whatever, you know how I'm, I'm biased. Anything her, I mean, her can't miss right now. Um. He has a t- uh, another track, Time, that was Fire, Lit, featuring uh, 24 Karat Golden, and um, Safe Zone. Okay. I mean, low-key, that whole like little album or whatever was just crazy. Like, it, if this kid isn't going to, if this kid ain't a star next year, I'll be surprised. Mm. I'm saying kid or whatever. I don't know how old man's is, but like, you know what I'm saying. I be thinking like, oh, okay, you know how old is these dudes or whatever? And I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? He just turned 19. Like, wait, what? <laughs> it be that type of shit. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it don't seem like he got a lot of music out either. Like that. And, and that's what I was thinking. So I was like, yo, like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to use the word plan or whatever, but I'm like, this nigga got a feature. He got a record with her. Like, like she just ain't getting on everybody's shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he could have been writing for people this entire time. You know? That could be a case. Yeah. It could be a Neo situation. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, I already rock with that song with her. So yeah, that. he um yeah he he definitely somebody to look out for coming into like twenty twenty one and moving forward for sure. All right. Um, for my last artist of this week, I chose this uh this guy that goes by the name of Gray Ten K. Okay. He got like a um. He's got like a a pop type of vibe to him. Well, sort of like pop rap type of vibe to his uh his aesthetic, well his music. Um you know, he uh he I don't want to say Justin Bieber, but he kind of got like that on some of the songs I could hear like a, a Bieber type of tone to his his song, but not saying he's in the same lane because he Which which, which era of Bieber? Like this later, uh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm about to say it, like but mix yeah. it with like Juice World. Juice World okay. makes meets like Bieber type. You know, uh, he's in like that lane. The song that I picked is the one up here, the one he just dropped called Fantasy featuring Rarin. If I'm saying that right, or um, and yeah, dude is um, he's got you know he's got a definitely he fits in that vibe. You know, if you've ever heard like somebody like the Kid Leroy, that's the one yeah. that was signed to Juice World. Um. I think he still is signed to Juice World's label. He's got like a similar vibe to him. It's that more emo type of pop rap that's popular right now. So definitely um, another song. Love that cover art. Yeah, another song that I chose that I like from him uh, is this song called Love Songs. And it's none other than uh, um, his own version of that so sick of love song. It's his version. It's like a oh movie. shit, yeah, like Neo. Yeah, he throws it, he throws his own twist on it, and it's okay. It's dope. Yeah, it's dope, man. Uh, he's he's coming from Cali. You know what I mean? Um, like carefree vibes. Another song that I like from him was this song right here, Magic. You know what I mean? It's another one of those pop rap R and B type of vibes. You see, he's got Juice World, Juice, uh, Justin Bieber as his tags. 
You know what I mean? He fits right in that bag. Um, kind of anime looking, like cover art and shit. Yeah, yeah. So he definitely someone I think to look for moving forward. If you if you are into that type of uh, rap that's really popular right now. So uh, yeah, just uh, stay tuned for him. He he doesn't have any. As far as I know, he doesn't have any uh, projects out at the moment. Right. You you got me intrigued simply off that damn his version of so of love songs or whatever. Cause I I mean I can remember what was that middle school maybe even early high school or whatever fucking like not knowing shit about anything or whatever thinking your heart broken and that song come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out Neo man. I swear. <laughs> oh lord. But uh, all right. So you wanna. I guess we can go ahead and get into like the the news or the the releases. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I got one thing before we get to to Cuddy. You know what I'm saying? Because shout out to bro, he made me go back and listen to Cuddy, and I do not regret a damn thing. But before I get deep in there, um, Rowdy's home. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We definitely need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy Rebels home, man. King of New York. You know. Yeah, man. Um, Rowdy Rebel. You know what I mean? Who's uh, part of GS9, you know, with Bobby, Bobby Schmurda. He was like uh, Bobby's right-hand man. He just got out. Re- oh, damn, I spelled it wrong. He, he just got out, like, I think a couple days ago. And, uh, yeah, you know, people already, you know, people showing them love. People are waiting, anticipating for Bobby to come out. Bobby's supposed to come out next December. He was originally supposed to come out this year, but Bobby had got caught up with something in jail. I think he had like a shank or something, and they added. Yeah, his girl brought him a shake in. <laughs> yeah, and as you know, yeah, that's a uh, Bobby right there and Rowdy and Thug. Thug's commenting on it because Thug bought him some jewelry right when he got out. You know, what Damn. I mean? uh, so yeah, you know, he he came on. Yeah, this is a video of him. He was dancing. He was dancing. <laughs> right when he got out, you know what I mean. Right niggas was putting niggas was putting money on the car and shit or whatever. <laughs> and then nigga, yo, I'm I swear I hate niggas sometimes. It was like, yo, how you get out of jail and already got the uh the uh the off white retro ones? <laughs> oh yeah, you know they got them. You know they got them. They had them suited. You know, suited. Hey, we'll go ahead and, the first video will go ahead. This nigga out in the jumpsuit. Come on, niggas, like be real. I swear I hate them sometimes. <laughs> first day, first day out. You know, he already was in the studio and. You know, he he's um I think he's rapping over like a drill beat that's about to drop as soon. Uh, Funk Flex uh put out a snippet of it, and uh, it sounds good, man. You know, it sounds right at home for him because literally before he got locked up, him and Bobby were well. Bobby already had blew up, but he was right behind Bobby with this song "Computers." That everybody yeah. knows like uh Bobby was like, I think that I'm Tom Cruise. But bitch, I'm Bobby with the mo- you know, you know, he yeah. was dancing. A lot of memes came from that song. But yeah, he Roddy was about to blow up, you know, before he got locked up. And um, it's good to see, man, that you know he got out. He's still a young man, you know. He's I think he's like 29. Um, okay, Bobby, yeah. Bobby's the same age as me. Bobby's 26. Jesus. And Bobby took on extra time so that Roddy could get out at the same time as him. Hell so, yeah. Rowdy ended up getting out before him because Bobby got caught up with some stuff behind bars. But you know, there was a um, Rowdy had put a, a video where Bobby was just saying, you know, he was, you know, what I mean, he was happy that Rowdy was home, and you know, he took the extra charge, t- took the extra time so that his homie could get out. 
at the same time as him or get a reduced sentence. And he's like, you know, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, that's nothing I even second guessed or anything. I knew right then and there. You know, that's real, man. There's not a lot of people that would do that. Big facts, man. Shout, shout out that nigga Tax Stone, man. I'll never forget, like, before he got locked up or whatever, it was, like, right before GS9 and, like, you know, when that shit even happened, he said, man, you know, so I remember first meeting Bobby Schmurda or whatever, and I was asking the niggas around the block, like, who is Bobby Schmurda? And it was, like, I think they said Bobby was, like, 16, 17 at the time. It was, like, Bobby Schmurda is a very dangerous individual. <laughs> And they was like, yo, I love that shit because it gave me like, oh, he's now this is all his quotes, guys. He said, I love it because it gave me old New York vibes or whatever. You know, nigga was a crip or whatever. He's like, niggas might fuck around and shoot you or whatever. And then start dancing. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go back and watch the whole video. I was like, they, less, they literally used to just fucking like point guns at the fucking like cameras, but be dancing the whole time. <laughs> Bro, they literally. I swear, man. Shout out to you. video went viral where Bobby was dancing, but <laughs> it was it was cringe though. He was dancing for a lot of white folks. Oh, there. the music execs. Yeah, well, well, shit. They won't. They, they they didn't understand what was going on. They went on YouTube or SoundCloud and saw three some million views and lost their mind. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, <laughs> that was cringe. But I, I will say, you know, see, this, this was a uh, computers right here. You didn't see they very animated. Yeah. <laughs> videos and a lot of people was like why them niggas dancing so much in the videos because you know new york has that reputation of being hard body and shit and nah that apparently that's crip shit they was like yo niggas will shoot you and then dance yeah yeah look, look, look. <laughs> he to slide over the car are we finally gonna get that damn well eventually when bobby gets out we eventually gonna get that damn uh that that uh shmigos Maybe man, that, that, remember, remember that shit was about to fucking happen, and then Bobby got locked up. But I heard that like Migos is like, yo, we still gotta finish Migos, man. I'm yeah. telling you, man. I'm, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, bro. Because I, God, because uh, uh, Rowdy was on one of the one of the songs. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on like a hook or whatever. No, he was like on. He had a verse, but it was from jail, so you yeah, for real, real Max B shit. Like Max B did the whole fucking uh, mixtape or whatever from jail, man. Well, still doing that, but you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. This was one of the videos. One of my favorite. One of my. It's like one of my favorite. This one of my favorites were uh this is the Bobby bitch. He was premiering it and they had him rag yeah. on him and shit. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they super turned up, you know, had a lot of good energy and stuff. So people are excited because obviously one, Bobby didn't rat, you know, he stayed down, took the extra time so his homie could get out with him. Another one of their homies got out before Rowdy this uh, uh this week as well. Okay, hell yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's just a good time for them, bro. You know, they they gonna come back to a lot of love, you know, especially Bobby. A lot of people are anticipating him because he really didn't get a chance. You know, what I mean, he had like two songs that were really huge songs, but he got locked up before he, you know, the fame really came with him. I mean, people like Drake was showing him love, had brought him out at a concert. I remember when Hot Nigga was blowing up, and um, yeah, man, we, I, I we heard that Epic dropped him, so they're technically independent artists. Okay, okay. So that's really dope, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. We'll see if, like, you know, I feel like labels are going to reach out, you know what I'm saying? Of course, oh, you know, because yeah. the buzz. But will they sign or just stay independent? Because, I mean, shit, like, they, as hot as they are right now, they can just put out music or whatever. I'm pretty sure it's going to be some collabs with Fabio for, you know, Sosa Geek, or, you know, that whole New York sound right now. For sure, for sure. 
Um, also, my, one of my favorite with the hot nigga dance videos or whatever is when they were uh, they, they replaced this shit with Keith uh, Keith Sweat's "Make It Last Forever." <laughs> I'm telling you, and uh, I guess tr- transition because I told you, we, of course, we get in that cutty man because you know we we can't we talked about it at the beginning. You know, Rowdy came out said you know King of New York or whatever, and actually dissed Six Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, he did have a, a diss on that song that he's about to drop. That uh, flex. Yeah, yeah, he um, he. Let me see if I can find it. I about to say we we both watched the uh the six nine documentary on Hulu, the what trials of Danny Hernandez, the saga of Danny Hernandez. Yeah. That shit, bro. You sent me that shit the moment it came out because I remember you had been saying. Yo, bro, this shit is fucking like a damn movie or fucking like a like a uh a, a, a storyline from Grand Theft Auto or whatever, man. Like this, when this when we figure out like the depths of this shit, it's gonna be crazy. Like I was watching that damn doc, like what? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was interesting, man. I, I will say that the six nine doc. I mean, a lot of the stuff in it I already knew, but the stuff I yeah. really didn't know about was really his upbringing. How he really was just a regular dude with this crew, you know what I mean? The dude, um, Scum Gang, hell yeah, yeah, Scum Gang. His homie uh, with the 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 locks was really his cool. You know, he they weren't really with no street shit when he was a kid, you know. And he got he got ch- uh, charged with that sex charge um, with the thirteen year old girl, and then he came right. back out and he was on some street shit. And then he met up with the 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 nine Trey Bloods with Treyway. And that, that's when he started going off the deep end. And he got so involved into that shit, he he, he became a gangster, you know. And yeah. um, he started sending threats out, like on Chief Keith. He said, you know, he said, there's the video, the famous video. He was like, fuck Chief Keith. You know what I mean? And then Chief Keith flew out to his city. Like, he flew out to his hood, like, right after that and shit. You know what I mean? Um, when, when that nigga was in, when he was in old block or whatever, at like three in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah, he was out there for like 13 seconds, jumped right back in the whip, and then he came out there again earlier this year, you know, on the block where uh Dirk's homie was killed and was oh, like Jesus. praying, yeah, like praying and shit. You know, so 6ix9ine, man, you know, he he's been quiet for like the past 3 months cuz his album flopped like a motherfucker. Nobody cared about his album uh Tattletales that came out. Um Yo, is that shit really called Tattletales? Mhm. Nigga. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, whoa. I just know that shit was getting crazy. My nigga, like, he went out and was like, oh, Nicki Minaj ain't doing shit without me. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Then you remember at the time, I would have, I told niggas, he tried to steal my whole vibe with the little dog. Oh, yeah. Remember he had his little bootleg looking cocoa, whatever, in the video? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. I, was, I was the first nigga I hit with the little dog, son. Niggas trying to steal my whole, niggas took my whole shit. <laughs> Soldier Boy voice. But yeah, man, he um, you know that's the that's the cover. You know what I mean? Um, wow. He, you know, the the thing with six nine is is that he um he let the clout get to his head. You know, he didn't care about nothing but attention. If you look at the documentary, that's what a lot of his people, even the dudes that knew him before he was six nine, they were like, he was a humble dude. You know, what I mean, yeah. he was funny, creative. You know, he knows how to market himself, obviously. But he just let the, the attention get to his head where he just didn't care about nothing or nobody. He just manipulated everybody that was around him. And 
that's why you see it now. He's just like nobody cares about him, obviously, because he he um he got some people locked up for some a lot of years. You yeah. Know? Hell, his driver was an informant. F- working with FBI because ICE came and got him. His driver started. Oh, yeah. he he flipped quick, but he was like, "Son, I was." Just, he, he said, "I just driver." He said, "I'm not with none of this yeah, shit." Like fuck? Bro, like, come on, bro. You got to use your common sense, my nigga. You're the one that's driving this dude around. Of course, you are a part of it. You're uh, by association. He was talking about something. I don't. Nah, I just drive. Like, nigga, you a part of it. Like, you sending these dudes to do hits and, when they about to do hits and shit, about robbing niggas and stuff. Like. Come nigga on, shot up in the bar. Well, not shot up, but nigga shot like you know, bring a shot off in the Barclays. Like, what the fuck, man? And some of this shit, I'm telling you, like he was and the driver was right there. You they showed the video. The oh, yeah, that was when them niggas ducked in the closet or whatever. Yeah, the driver yeah. was right there. Like, you know, I, I'm just a driver. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. But um, yeah, man. And you know, it's got the part where six nine is real dad. He comes to when he was about that to That nigga was in the hood the whole time. I was like, Literally what? The like fuck? a couple miles away from him, man. And you know, I don't really feel no sympathy for 6ix9ine, but that no. was kind of fucked up how his dad, you know what I mean? His dad was like five miles away from him or some shit and just was didn't show up. Like I'm, what was you gonna I, say? I, I was like, I, I'm gonna tell you what really like did it for me. And like my thing is like okay, regardless of whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be like, yo, you know what I'm saying, like blah blah blah. I've I've never been in street shit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like we we spoke about this on numerous podcasts, of course, man. But the times when they were like have the baby like his 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 child's mother, you know, like interviewed and shit. Yeah. And she never said any ill will towards him. And then we get to the very end, and she's just like, you know, he took me out to Dubai and everything or whatever, and she spoke about like how Yo, he beat the shit out of her and everything with the phone and everything. And they was like, is this the first time that's happened? She was like, no, he was doing that shit before he was even like halfway. And I was like, oh, so the nigga's been scum. I was like, so add everything or whatever on top of woman beater. Wow. And then when she she was like, you know, all this shit about, oh, you know, my daughter, blah, 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 whatever. I need to do this for my daughter, whatever. She was like, that's all a fucking lie or whatever. He's not in like my child's life whatsoever. I was like, wow, a fucking course. This nigga fucking scum of the earth. Not only you a deadbeat and everything, you beat on women. What the fuck? Like, nah, done. Done, son. Done. That that was it for me. Like any little attempt of trying to have, um, you know, sim- uh, you know, being synthetic, you know, all that shit of sympathy. Nah. Yeah. When she said that out of her voice, out of her mouth, I was like, nope. Yep. They showed the pictures of her swollen face and Jesus she said, Christ. She said it started when she moved in with him when they had just got together. He was beating her then and shit. I'm just like, bro, this dude's just a trash human being, man. You know what I mean? So. Whatever happens to him, he deserves it at this point because uh, you know this his uh, his ride to success has, is full of faults. He, he's a he's a fucked up person, damaged person, you know. And it's just interesting to see what happens with him moving forward. Shout out, shout out, Seiko Billy's auntie or whatever you know the um that the you know the auntie that they put the from the, from the video and everything the infamous Gummo video the, the one that they put the um. <clears throat> to put the bandana on and everything. Shout out to her or whatever. She was like, you know, we fed you, we let you live here and everything or whatever. You hope, hope, hope whatever comes to you, you get what you deserve. She was speaking that shit. Yeah, because he used them. He used yeah, that shit is crazy. And tried to say she's where the home of the bloods are and shit when he got he was testifying. So that just put a bigger target on them, you know. So 
yeah, it, it, you know, it is what it is, man. Uh, this this whole 6-9 saga has been interesting to see, but, you know, this it just goes to tell you, man, people with the, the um, this fame, it can just change the person, you know. Well, he's already a fucked up person before the fame, but yeah, he got famous, he just took it to another level of just the, the trolling and the antics and sending shots, hits out on people. He just yeah. took it to another level, man. Even when he started dissing Treyway, like, you know, he dissed them. They were like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? We put you on. You know, and, so. and, and I really hate it because like if you if you think about it, well, like going back even to like, you know, night was it 14, 69 poles or whatever. Yeah, if he could have just kept on that sound or whatever, and not everything, you know, shoot him up, bang, bang, shit or whatever. The voice and like the distinctive, like you know, the cadence and he rapped in the shit. He could have been like a modern day Onyx or some shit. Like he, he he had a lane. It's like you just went way too far left, and hey, you fucked yourself up, man. That's it. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, I go. I ain't gonna say this shit sad. I was about to say that's sad. I'm like, nah, that shit ain't sad at all. Fuck it. Yeah, I, interesting I, ass documentary. I don't care what nobody says as far as like, oh, you know, blah blah. Like, nah, that shit that you gotta watch that. I don't care who you are. If you hate him or love him, like, sure. I learned a lot of shit. All right, so I wanted to move on to the um the releases for this week. Yeah, these are just like more so the the hip hop <laughs> releases. Um, so like I said off air, uh, Young Thug he dropped a single with Gunna and Yak Yak Gotti or Yak Gotti. It's right. Like, I think it's a single off his upcoming uh, YSL, which is his label compilation called Slime Language 2. He just dropped that. Uh, Eminem just dropped Side B of his album that he dropped earlier this year called Music to be Murdered By, where he was taking shots at people like 6ix9ine, Snoop Dogg, MGK. I, I have a question. Should I ask that now or later about that? No, you can go ahead. Um, Are you going to listen? Uh, pr- Probably not, man. Did it's you just, listen to the first one? I didn't. I was told, shout out, um, shout out my homie Mark or whatever. He was like, yo, man, this shit hard or whatever. And I was like, I don't really listen to him like that. And he was like, man, a lot of people telling me that, but I'm telling you, this shit is hard, man. Like, he going crazy. <clears throat> and I asked him, had he, has he listened to the second one? He hasn't replied back to me. And that was like a couple of days ago. But I don't know. I'm just not interested in it. But I mean, it's it's him. I don't I don't know. I just, I wonder if like there's someone I, like I know that's been like, yeah, I listened to the album and it's good, you know? Yeah, man. Um, M just doesn't appeal to me like no. that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like some of his old, I like his older stuff more than his new stuff, but he still gets away with shit that he says that black artists wouldn't be able to get away with. And that's something that I have an issue with. Talk about it. You know, he just apologized for um, talking about um, this song he dropped on Rihanna in like 2009, 2010, where he said he would have beat her too. You know what I mean? And he, he just apologized for that. He still just he still just says a lot of childish shit in his lyrics, and the man is almost fifty. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. at this point, it's just ridiculous. Some of the things he he gets away with and has gotten away with. MGK got that nigga out of here. I don't care what no one says. I'm sorry. So um, yeah. Moving on from that, G Herbo dropped a song called "Statement." G Herbo just got um arrested recently yeah what's going on with that charge yeah what's going on with that? um apparently you know he got in some i think uh, some scam a scam charge or whatever something doing with scamming and he's out on bail right now okay so, yeah he's out right now and in this song he actually addresses it a little oh, bit shit. I've, heard, I've heard a snap a snippet of the song but uh it's, it sounds pretty good man uh you know herb is somebody that i've been listening to for a while yeah wire fraud 
He got okay. wire fraud and identity theft. He's got charged with that. And, um, you know, he's out on bail right now, but we'll, we'll see what happens with that. He addresses it in this song. And from what I heard, it sounded pretty good. Right. Uh, Conway, the machine. He dropped the deluxe to, I haven't heard this album. FKTG, you know what that is? Um, shit. I feel like I've been listening to Conway all year. I might have, that missed this? That's crazy. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know about this one, bro. Okay, it's supposed to be a deluxe to that. Um, don't know what it is because I haven't, I haven't heard this one. Um, oh, from King to a God, from King to a oh, God. okay, so the, okay, I got you. The deluxe of that, yeah, yeah, he dropped. that's the one he dropped. Maybe was that like September or something like that? August, September, it was yeah, somewhere September, around there, uh, yeah, September. Uh, Jack Boy, Jack Boy, he's like uh, Kodak's right hand man. Okay, um, he dropped the project. I haven't listened to it, but um, I've heard a few songs from Jack Boy. I like, I like his some of his uh stuff. I just haven't really been tuned in. Um, yeah, he dropped a, a album or a project rather. Rich the Kid dropped a single, but I mean, I haven't been checking for Rich the Kid. Big Crit dropped a single. I haven't listened to it. I will go into it and in maybe soon listen to it tyler yawa it's a dude that's on the come up i've heard about he's sort of like a melodic rapper he dropped a single with gunna and wiz earth gang and wale dropped a song called options i did see that i haven't got a chance to listen but i did see that one yes hell yeah no i haven't heard it uh yo Gotti dropped a single pop hunter this dude is on the come up um did a song with uzi think he got already a million views within like a day or so of dropping the video. Um, Puya and Fat Nick have been around for a long time. They they come from Florida. Uh, they dropped the album. I don't. I'm not really tuned into their music like that. Uh, T9. Don't know who that is. I was thinking it's Tech Nine, but I think it's somebody else. Okay. Um, P, <clears throat> uh, PP Cocaine. Uh, Slut. Yeah, this girl right here, man. <laughs> She is very interesting. I will say this. I her music, it's sort of like how can I explain it? She kind of like screams on some of the songs and it's that very aggressive shit, but it's kind of as sometimes I just think it's not even for me, I don't think it really appeals to me like that, but I know some people like it. My sister likes her music, my younger sister. <laughs> yeah. Songs and she's very, you know, sexually <laughs> And that's all. I mean, you know, exp- which is cool. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, you know, that's what she owns. You showed me pictures of her right now for the people listening. And you know what she looking like to me, bro? What? She's giving me a uh, bad, uh, bad Barbie fused with uh, Doja Cat. Like they did the fusion dance and shit. <laughs> I swear that's what this chick is looking like. Yo, it's yeah, crazy. She's uh she's blowing up right now, man. Like she this is insane. I think she's like 18 years old. Oh my god. Yeah. Is she telling parents is she saying parents just don't understand by saying fuck you at the same time? Yeah, man. Oh um, god. She's you know, talking about her 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 come up on uh the no jumper interview. Oh she, god. Yeah, okay, man. yeah, she official then. She, she if yeah, she jumped up there, she official. <laughs> yeah, she's on TikTok. You know, what I mean, she got big on TikTok, and now she's popping with the music. So you'll be hearing about her. I mean, if it's not from a meme, you'll be hearing about her. I'm telling you. But um, yeah, she dropped a song called "Slut." Uh, Damani, who's a Ti son, 
He dropped the song Problem. I will say this. I haven't heard the song, but I've heard some of Damani's music. Damani, yeah. Damani's pretty good, man. He I heard Damani be spitting out here. Yeah. Damani kind of reminds me of his voice on some of the songs kind of remind me of Andre 3000. Like okay. just the way he talks in some of the songs. Um, So he's interesting. G.I., the Prince of New York. He dropped the EP. This dude, G.I., was on this rap show, I think, that Jermaine Dupree had like a couple years ago. I think Mulatto was on that same rap show, if I'm not mistaken. It was like a rap competition. He comes, yeah. from, uh, he comes from New York. I haven't really listened to his music, but he dropped the EP. Uh, DDG, you know, popular YouTuber that I, I actually watch some of his videos from time to time, subscribe. Um, he's he's transitioning into being a rapper now. Um, he's actually, his music has improved a lot over the past year or so. He's got this song called Moonwalking in Calabasas that he did a remix with Blueface and actually Blueface did pretty well on it. Now he's dropping another remix with YG that I heard yeah, yeah. of it. Sounds pretty solid. You know what I mean? So he's he's on the come up. You know, it's interesting because we haven't really seen a, a rapper from YouTube like legit blow up yet. And he's on his way to doing that DDG. Okay. Because he got he got he's famous from YouTube. Um, but now he's jumping into music. So yeah, we'll see. So that's the latest on hip hop releases. I, I do got one R and B release, man, because some of these I just I don't know any oh, or two I of forgot, them. Two I got one other. Uh, Wayne dropped side B of uh, No Ceilings Three. He dropped side B of that. I haven't listened to the first side of Beyond. I, 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 I didn't either, man. Like I, I told you, I checked out a little bit or whatever on Spinrilla and shit, but like I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you can uh, keep going with what you were saying. Yeah, the, um, the, on the R and B side, man, um. I'm not familiar with her, but uh, Tiana Major Nine dropped a new album. Okay. Uh, back at sixes and sevens. Okay. It looked like it's like it starts off with like a lot of acoustic stuff, and then the second half of the album or whatever is like all her. She has this track with Earth Gang. It looks it's looking like not familiar with her, but that sounds you know it's like sound looks really cool. Um. Cool. Eric Bellinger, Eric B for President, Term Three, acoustic version, is now out. <laughs> that, that was a mouthful, but I mean, you know, shout yeah. out. It, it was wild, Eric Bellinger, man. Like, um, I you know, I got on him because of Joe Budden's podcast, man. And like, I feel like from what people say about him or whatever, you not you. It sounds like that would be right up my alley, but I just can't get into it. I've known, I've known about Eric Bellinger for years, probably about six or seven years now. He, yeah. He makes that melodic type of music uh, for, like, the club most of the time. You know what I mean? I like some of his songs. It just, it, 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 like, I'm telling you, like, I heard, like, one track, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Like, this should be the type of music I fuck with, because you, you you know me, bro. But I just can't get into it. I don't know what it is about him. I've gave him more chances. Where I'm like, okay, let me try this. Uh, didn't do it. Try this. Uh, didn't do it. I don't know. Um. And the last one, I guess I got whatever because uh, you know before that or whatever is all stuff prior or maybe some singles and shit. But yeah, um, Mayor Hawthorne dropped the album. Interesting. Called uh, "Rare Rare Changes." I fuck with Mayor Hawthorne. Mayor Hawthorne so much, man. Like he has a uh, album. I think it came out in like 2013, 2015, something like that or whatever. Uh, where does this door go? Yeah. That shit was always fire to me. Of course, his collaboration with uh, Jake One and everything, when they get together, like, really just underrated dude or whatever. And also, 
I got on him because like <laughs> Kendrick snapped on that song they did together or whatever, man. I was like, y'all don't know who this white boy is, but okay, cool. Like Kendrick yeah, that, was crazy. That, that funk soul type of vibe to his music. Yeah, like he he like he literally every time I hear him, I'm just like, you know what? I'm never disappointed. And I just realized, oh shit, he did drop or whatever. I just haven't got a chance around to it. So I'll probably give that damn I'll probably get that a spin and I'll speak on that next time, you know, we get together, bro. For sure, for sure. All right. Um, well, if that let me I just want to see real quick yeah. if we missed if we missed any releases, well, really notable or releases. Well, we know that uh Taylor she dropped her album last week, but again, I have oh, yeah. but you know, Same. she went she's got like the number one album. Um, Evermore is the name of it. And uh it's really popping right now. I might honestly, I think I might listen to it because we're gonna we're gonna do a year in review episode. I doubt it makes my top ten, but you never know. It could be like an honorable mention or something, like because you know, I, I've never really been a fan of her music, but I, there's a lot of albums that I miss across the spectrum of just different genres that I want to check out and, um, you know, what I mean, try to give their proper respect to. And yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the year in review episode because I feel like there's a lot we can discuss stuff that we missed, you know, here you throughout the year. But uh, I'm looking to see if we missed any like really notable releases. Um, Little Baby dropped a couple songs, like, I think two weeks, last week, called On Me and Everybody. Both fire. Both fire tracks for a little baby. Little Baby ain't put his foot off of niggas' necks all year. He is not. I'm telling you. He started this shit off with my turn of, what was that, February, March? Yeah, people, they said that Little Baby has made the most money from his album out of any genre. Like That nigga been going crazy, bro. Yeah, Little Baby, this was really his year. Honestly, um, new releases. Oh yeah, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow dropped his album. I haven't listened to it. Uh, he got he did. I think they say so like fifty some thousand first week debut album. I think that's yeah. pretty solid. And he's actually got pretty good reception from his album. I haven't listened to it though. I, I yeah, I remember we we talked about this a little bit. I don't know if we did it on mic or not, but like the homie ninety two wave was saying he really fuck with it. One of my homies, like he was like, "Yo, I'm telling you, the Jack Harlow, bro." And I and I said, like the the individual joint that he did on the Static Select album was really fire. For sure, like that shit was really cool. Like he can actually like rap. It's like like because sometimes I hear some stuff like that Tyler Hero song just was not good. Like I don't I don't know, but when he's actually rapping, rapping, I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like this is really cool. All so. right, yeah, I think that covers it with the newest releases. So. Yeah. Now we can we can get into the main event, well, main uh, segment, which is we're going to review Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by none other than Kid Cudi. And this is the the trilogy. This is the, the ending. Well, maybe not the ending, the way he left it off at the end of yeah. uh, the Man on the Moon series. And before we get into it, I just want to we can talk about Cuddy a little bit and I want you to give your perspective on Cuddy's career and how you've found his music and, you know, we can go from there. I like that, man. I like that. All right. So let's go all the way back. Let's go way, way back. You know, all that type of shit, man. Um, let's go back to, um, damn, what was it? Oh, eight. I feel like a kid named Cuddy dropped in Oh eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. See, like I got, I got on that, like the summer of Oh nine or whatever. I do recall that. Cause one of my shout out my homie or whatever, man, like he was fucking obsessed with that mixtape or whatever. And at that point, all I knew was a uh, day and night. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember that nigga performing day and night or whatever on, like, some MTV fucking, like, spring break shit or whatever. And he's just, like, he was a high out of his fucking mind. And I was like, yo, these kids don't care about this this record or whatever, like, trying to be fucking turned up on the beach and shit. Like, it just wasn't the record for that. Um, I'll never forget Jim Jones jumping on day and night. <laughs> that shit was hard. But, um, I, I, I thought, like, at first I was like, I don't know, man. I never really questioned why is Cuddy appealing. It's just like this sound is just so different. It's crazy. I mean, you go through like the first album. I'm on it right now. Soundtrack to my life. Fucking solo dolo. Uh, fucking Classic. day and night, of course. It, intergalactic. That damn love connection. When I tell you to this day, I still would decide nowhere. Get ready, let's go intergalactic. You, I mean, I would just pop that out of nowhere, and I don't know why I like that song. It makes no sense. Fucking make her say with um, Kanye, with, with Kanye and Common, which that was a dope ass video too. Higher with Chip the Ripper, up up and away. Uh, I mean, yeah. higher, bro. Like this right, shit I'm, I'm has. About to, I'm, about to go in. I'm about to go in, but yeah, let me speak on it, bro. Yeah, speak on it before we get to the next part, man. Yeah. Are you are you finished? Um. Well, I said a couple. I guess like okay. So I I li- I love that shit, and I was like, you know, I really didn't appreciate it until like later on because I I kind of realized like, oh shit, this is all off the same album. I saw those were like random singles. I was like, that was one fucking album that's crazy. Um, Man on the Moon two. I didn't really like get into like that. Of course, everyone knew Erase Me with Kanye. Um. His album cover is one of the hardest I've seen, though. That man on the oh, yeah, that shit's crazy, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I love, I always love Ghost. I think this is like a sad part or whatever in like Mookie's life and shit. So, like, like Cuddy, that song Ghost or whatever is kind of just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Rager. Um, that leading into I Will Never Forget. Um, shout out my homie Justin, man. He got me on Indicud back in 2013. And I remember a lot of people being like, yo, this Cuddy ain't really it. But like, these were the days or whatever of like having shit on your phone and or stuff and everything. And it's like, that's that's all you had on whatever. So you really didn't have a library of shit. And this is one of the albums I had. So from Unfuckwittable to fucking Just What I Am. I'm telling you to look that young lady shit, King Wizard. Hey there, young lady. Man, but that shit, hey, bro. bro the, the first man. solo dolo, with, I mean, excuse me, the second solo dolo with Kendrick, which is the best one. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, man. I might, one of my favorite songs of all fucking time, but I don't care what nobody says or whatever. Even my nigga just hated this shit, but I see pretty yeah, girl everywhere I, I go, sure? everywhere I, I go. That's one of my favorite songs, ain't. He, you know, he got that song uh, from this movie called The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. I swear, he, I thought, I swear, I thought I that shit sounds familiar before. Pretty girl, yeah, that's what they're singing in the song. I mean, in the movie, yeah. Uh, Mad Solar, that damn red eye or whatever. Shit, so crazy, man. I think I lost my mind. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, bees. I don't know what the fuck Rizzo was saying on that shit, but he was like, you know, like Rizzo's voice is just crazy. So when he comes on a record, it's like, yo, I was like, oh shit, like, um. Brothers with uh ASAP and King Chip was insane. Burn baby burn, Lord of the Sad and Lonely. And then I'm so cold, one cold blood, nigga. <laughs> I just 
just, I really love this album, yo. I was like, yo. And then no, we kind of went through. This is like one of his worst albums. Like a lot of. And I don't get it. That shit is insane. But I, I think it's, it's, it's all right. But I don't. I like this shit top to bottom, low key. <laughs> I don't think it comes nowhere near to Man on the Moon one. Ah, uh, it, it it doesn't. But like for me, it's a little bit more of a personal favorite. I feel like it was like it was not mainstream, but like for his sound, it was perfect. Um, I'll never forget like my cousin hitting me one day, and this was okay, twenty fifteen. Uh, speeding bullet to heaven, and he sent it to me and said, "Yo, I don't know if I'm drunk right now, what's going on, or if this album is even good." He said, "But like this shit was so crazy, it made no sense." But I never listened to Speeding Bullet to Heaven. I never have went back and gave it a chance at all. Um, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying. When I tell you, bro, I still go back and listen to that damn surfing featuring Pharrell to this day and get it and get hyped all over again. Yeah, that that song I like that song, but I really love Rose Golden with Willow Smith. That's well, yeah, that shit was hard, and then um, baptized in fire with Travis. Like, like it, because remember this around the time too. We talked about this a little bit last week when uh, him and Travis got together on fucking Birds in the Trap Seeming Night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like it was like the Spider Man like pointing at each other <laughs> because Cuddy really birthed a lot of these niggas, man. And I know you gonna speak on that shit. Yeah. Um. I want I want I want to hear a lot of your piece or whatever before we get into Kidsy Ghosts and then this new album of course. So say say, say some of your stuff, bro, because I want uh, to do kids do Kidsy Ghosts together. Okay, um, I'll say this: Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi is one of the most influential artists <laughs> of this generation. He yes, influenced. Sir. I think he, if you listen to a lot of artists now that are on that melodic wave. You know, a lot of them state Drake as one of the people that pioneered it or made it popular, but Cuddy actually came before Drake, and he was doing it before Drake did it. Even I think Drake, Drake was more of like a melodic sound compared to like Cuddy was in there crooning his fucking ass off, and niggas was just like, okay, yeah, this is fire. Yeah, and Cuddy and Drake came up around the same time. I mean, Drake was in the um, Pursuit of Happiness video when a lot of people didn't know who Drake was at that time. <coughs> you know what I mean? And you know they've had their issues since then. You know, but they really, they really um, kind of carved out that lane for the emo type of rap. Yeah, I'm gonna say both of them are very influential. But Cuddy might be the most influential of this generation, other than maybe a Chief Keith, in my opinion, or a Kanye. Um, but I think Cuddy. <laughs> The thing with Cuddy is like people there's been ups and downs in his career. Yeah. You know, a lot of people look at his first album. I think it's a classic, his first album, Man on the Moon. Yeah. Um, I agree there. His second album is is solid, but it, I don't think it compares. Then you get Indica. Then he goes and does a rock album, Wizard, which I haven't actually listened to. But a lot of people that he got a lot of bad uh, negative reception from that album, uh, Wizard. Then he goes and does um Indica, which I think was solid for the most part a lot of people didn't like it though i love that shit if you look at his fan base speed and bullet to heaven got panned across the boards people hated that album (laughs) Um, i listened to certain songs from it i wasn't really rocking with it myself right you know um passion pain and demon slaying i think was a good return to form for cuddy uh like i said rose golden was one of my favorite songs from that um and fast fast forward now uh to kids see kids see ghosts with kanye 
Well, no, no, no. I'm not gonna say kids see ghosts because uh Cuddy was doing features, one of the features on Life of Pablo. Beautiful yeah. morning, you're the sun in my morning, babe. Hey. That kind of you know that that right there kind of let people still know that Cuddy still has those because they weren't like beefing, but they won't really see an eye to eye for like a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuddy, um, that that hook let people know that um, you know, Cuddy still has like those unforgettable types of and and uh infectious hooks that he comes with he always is in that bag kanye even said you know he didn't have to sign cuddy because cuddy was going to be cuddy regardless of who he was with of who what affiliation he had because cuddy just had that talent and like you said it was different at the time cuddy came out he there was nobody really doing what cuddy was doing with with his crooning and and um music well and rap i'll say he got those rock type of ballads that he does, and he mixes in hip hop type of production with it. Some people yeah. might think it's weird. Some people might think it's whack. You know, even to this day, they don't really like it. You don't get it. You know, it's a, a lot of his depressing type of music. But that's his mind. That was Cuddy's mind state when he was making those songs, like songs like "The Prayer" from a kid named Cuddy. Yeah, I love that song. I think that song's a masterpiece. Um, it's a it's a sad song, you know. What I mean, more so about you know him being prepared for his funeral and stuff. And um, this song he got called "Love," when he's talking about his mental health. I think yeah. it's an incredible song, beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, and Cuddy's always struggled with. Oh, I forgot to say, Cuddy did drop this uh this project too called "Satellite Flight," where he got a fucking Raphael Sadiq feature on this what? song called "Ballman Jeans." It's a sex song about sex. <laughs> this nigga talking about taking his ballman jeans off. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best songs on the project. Wow. I've, I've never noticed that shit. Hold yeah. Raphael, Raphael Sadiq. Yep. Yep. Ballman jeans. Uh, Cuddy. You know what I mean? Uh, Cuddy dropped that in 2014. Um, it's like more Yeah, so I skipped like, over this album, man. Shit, this is crazy. Yeah, go back and check that out. You might like that song, but... um. Satellite Flight, Going to the Moon, or no, Going to the Ceremony. I fucking love those songs from that era. Um, but uh, Cuddy, man, again, he influenced so many artists that are on that melodic wave. Juice World, you can say he influenced Trippy Red, who's on this album, latest album. Travis Scott is his yeah. influence to this date. I mean, it's, it's super obvious when you hear Travis's music, the way he comes with melodies and chords, chord progressions and stuff. Um so yeah, man, Cuddy is one of those people that has been given his flowers and will continue to get those more so as time passes because I think Cuddy was so ahead of his time originally that people didn't understand his sound, but now they're coming around to it. I agree with you 100%. I feel like it's really like in two camps. Like there's no in between on Cuddy. I feel like either you're like, "Yo, I'm all the way in. I fuck with dude." Or you're just like, what the fuck is this weirdo? Like, you niggas are weird. Like, what is this music? You know what I'm saying? That's how I've always felt with, like, Cuddy and everything, what I've noticed. Yeah. And I'll say this. When I first heard Cuddy, which was from Dan Knight, I didn't really like that song like that when I heard it. I was like... I thought it was cool and interesting, and it was so, like, just flowy. But I I thought he was going to be like, okay, this is just it. And then he just kept coming with shit. And then he just kept coming. And I was like, okay, now nah, this dude is still around, and this is years later. Like, okay, like I was wrong. Yeah, and you know, fast forward to 2018 when he dropped his Kidsy Ghost collaboration album with Kanye, and I think this album was incredible. You know, what I mean, like uh, Reborn is one of my favorite songs to this day. 
from the project. You know what I mean? Um, uh, th- this project, man, is just it's special because Cuddy had just got out of rehab, I think, when he did this project with Kanye. And um, Kanye was more so having his issues with mental health. And they came together to make this project, which I think this artwork is beautiful. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just something, it makes sense because Kanye's sound, if you go look at, go back into uh, 808s and Heartbreak, Cuddy influenced that album. You I think he wrote it, but you know, I'm trolling. I mean, Kanye, he's he always gives credit to people that wrote on his albums, and Cuddy was on that album, Welcome to Heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I wouldn't be shocked if Cuddy wrote a lot of it. But uh the thing is, is this album right here, I think, was perfect for the time. Like uh let me what was the song? It was it Ghost, not Ghost, but uh Free. Ghost Town. Yeah, Ghost Town. Love well, it. yeah, it was Free slash Ghost Town Part Two because you Ghost know Ghost Town. Town originally, like the first one was on the 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 Yay, you know, Yay project. Yeah. yeah, but this project here, I think, was the beats were uh, futuristic on this album, and they're supposed to be dropping another one. You know, what I mean, sometime in the future, but who knows with Kanye because he has a lot of stuff he's doing, and Cuddy's busy too. You know, between music, acting, um, clothing collab, shoes. You know, Cuddy's doing it. He's as popular as ever right now, Cuddy is. Um, right. So I'll say this, man. Cuddy's career to me has been interesting to see. He's had his ups and downs with, you know, mental health, addiction, which he's stated many times, you know. Um, Facts. And he's still going through stuff, you know, on a day-to-day basis. If you hear Once you hear this album, if you listen to it, you'll understand. Um, but I think Cuddy is somebody that will, his his legacy is solidified. And he he's gonna he'll continue to be an important figure in, in rap music or not just mu- rap just music in general man I think Cuddy will always his presence has been felt and I think it will continue for generations to come. I want to say going into you know the album and everything. Shout out to you because I probably was gonna skip over this and everything and not even go back through it. I pro- that was probably gonna be the case. I'm not even gonna front. Thank you for making me listen to this album because I'm not going front like because the day it dropped, I like I heard the intro of course, and I heard tequila shots before I got, I went into work, and I was like, okay, this shit kind of cool, but I, I didn't go back to it. So I start back or whatever where I you know, and I got into another day and I was just like, eh, man, you know what, what whatever, fam. From she knows this to the very end, I didn't hear a skip. I did not hear a damn skip. Now, some of them was crazy, like the the, the flow and the like music on She Knows This. I was like, I ain't crazy. Dive, yeah. Damage. I was like, it's Kid Cudi. A song called Damage is about to be insane. Heaven on Earth. Fucking show out with Skepta and Pop oh, Smoke. No, we're we're going to get into it. We're going to go through okay, song I'm sorry. by song. Right. Yeah, um, I was going to say this. I... This, uh, I listened to it before the, we did this episode. This was my first yeah. time hearing any of the songs from the album, and um, I loved it from yeah. top to bottom. And you know, we can get—I mean, we can get into it because I was gonna let me—I uh, was gonna pull up Genius because I took notes on every song. Okay, hell yeah. So let me uh, pull that up. Oh, by the way, um, for, there's a, another release that happened. Uh, to people that still listen to him, which it seems like a lot, Tory Lanez actually had a project called Loner. Uh, it leaked 
Um, it's probably going to drop this upcoming Friday, but it's already out there if you want to hear it. So interesting. Yeah, ten songs. You know what I mean? Features from Quavo, uh, Forty Two Doug, just to name a few. So yeah, that Forty Two Doug nigga is crazy. I'm telling you, I've yeah, been he, hearing him on a lot of random shit. Yeah, he's from Detroit too. You know, and Detroit is buzzing heavy right now. Uh, so. What is it? So I will say this because you know we'll go through each song and um we'll give our favorite at the end and um can't wait give a score but uh yeah man I'll say this off the bat there was on um, none of these songs I, I mean all of these songs I love the production I thought the production yeah. was solid throughout on this album like you know I feel like some people might not have liked the production as much because Cuddy, he was experimenting more with the trap style that's popular now. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. He even did a he, he even did the drill the drill song with Pop Smoke and Skepta, which we'll talk about. But, yes, um, sir. Yeah, man. I just think this album was it shows growth in Cuddy's sound, and he still shows that you know he he get he gave some of the newer style. And then the back half of the album is the Cuddy that we know and love, you know, from the early 2010s and stuff. So, you know what I mean? So let's uh, get right into it. So the first song is Beautiful Trip. Well, it's not really a song. It's literally just an intro. Yeah. It says a couple words, you know, not, you know, it was, it was all right or whatever. It was super fast. 38 seconds. So we get into the real song, which is Tequila Shots. Uh, I'll let you go first on this one. I had heard this shit like, like going into work or whatever, like you know Friday morning or whatever, and I'm like, man, it's too damn early for me to be hearing a shit called tequila shots or whatever. I was like, yo, but this Cuddy, I was like, I might have to fuck with this Cuddy, like yo, this is crazy. Like this man was going off on this shit for sure. Yeah, um, I put in my notes. I said it was a, uh, it was vibey, the production. Well, it was dope production, vibey. And it was back to his madness. You know, this part of the album was uh, back to madness, this section. Oh, for real. It's act one of the album. It's called Return to Madness. You can see it right over here on the side. Okay, right, right. Um, And, you know, it's just Cuddy again coming back into, you know, him. You know, he's still fighting, you know, um, his, de- his demons, you know, he's dealing with. And still he's a damaged person. But he's still fighting through it and, and going on this in this 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 is the start of this new journey that we see him in. And as you can see, it was produced by Kid Cuddy himself, Dot the Genius, who's been with him since day one, and take a day trip. This uh production team that's been popular for the past year or so, really. And um, yeah, getting into the next song, Another Day. Now, uh, what would you what would you say about this one right here? I, I, and I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't really feeling this record, and I don't know why. Like I'm telling, because coming off the Kilo shots, I was like, yeah. And then I got here, and I was just like, I don't know. It's, it's real meh. Okay. And I, I, I don't know why. But honestly, this was the last time I, I would say this about the album. So I thought, I mean, that's a little spoiler. I thought on this, uh, this song right here, I thought it had a real Travis Scott vibe to it. Um, like the first half of this album, you can definitely hear Travis's influence on him with the ad libs and stuff. Um, and that's not to take the discredit Cuddy It's just Travis actually, I think was a executive producer of this album. I think 
he had input on it. So you that's can insane. You can hear it in some of the production and stuff that Cuddy chose. I thought it was vibey. You know, the songs about him just partying, raging, and you know he's happy to be alive, happy to see another day. Hence the title. And uh, I thought it was a cool track. You know, right. So uh, getting into track number four, she knows this. What do you say about this one? This shit, I was like, okay, Cuddy, you 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 got me back. You got me right back. Or whatever. Um, I love this production. I love it. It had like a little kind of sample on it and shit. And yeah, Cuddy got back on his uh shit. Man, I was like, okay. Yeah, um, this song was produced by Jay Graham, FNZ, and Dr. Genius. And I put, I thought this was this was a solid song. Um, I thought the hook was cool. I thought he could have put a little more into the hook. You know, he was doing yeah. you know his trademark humming on it, and you know saying, mm, yeah, and she see me, she knows this, mm, yeah, she and she scream and she knows this. You know, he was going in, and but really though, I'll say this: uh, it's, this this uh, this particular song is really about Cuddy and his sex uh, sex capades, if you will. You know, okay. his, uh, sex party, sexual parties and shit that he's having with uh, various women. You know, his party raging, and um, I thought it was cool, but I, I really do say that Cuddy was flowing. For the people that say that you know all Cuddy does is uh, hum on his songs, he can actually rap. Like he was flowing on this song. And he be trolling us too. Whatever, I never forget it. What was it on surfing or whatever? He was like, "Hit them niggas with the hums." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I was like, he knows we say it." That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Moving on to the next song, "Dive." All right. What do you? What did you think about this one? Dive was hard as fuck. Dive was hard as fuck. We got right back into like dark shit, and I was like, "All right, yep." This is where I this is where I plan to be. Like I lit a candle up. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, this one was produced by Dr. Genius, Anthony Kilhoffer, um, Aaron Bow, and Teddy Walton. And you know, this song, I love this song, man. This is the cutty that I know and love from back in like 08, 09. Like this, he was on some real rager shit on this song. I love this song right here, man. You know, oh, it's yeah. another it, it's super turned up. The vibe of it. I saw I could hear the Travis influence and his ad libs again with this song, which is cool, you know. And you know, it's just uh, you know, just cutty, just in, you know, turned up, you know, another turned up night raging on this this song. You hit see lyrics like this my all this my life, all my nights, walking like a disco ball, all this ice, hey, 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 this the story. Slightly paranoid, can't believe them simply nah, bullshit miss me. Call it what it is, then this is my fantasy high saying goodbye. I lay at night, it intensifies. So he's just going, you know, having another rager night on this. And this is one of the better songs on the album, in my opinion. Uh so uh going to number song six, uh damage. Your thoughts on this? Ah, <sighs> damage, man. Um, this is literally like kind of you know, when you go through a track list and everything, like I right, so what songs you feel like you're gonna stick out or whatever, I right, this, this, that. You see damage, you think about Kid Cudi, you're like, okay, yeah, we got a banger right here, and yeah, dig it. Yeah, produced by Mike Dean, you know, the the great Mike Dean, Dr. Genius, Take a Day Trip. Yeah, this song right here, I put, it's more, again, Rager, another Rager-type vibe, party, you know, cool production. I, I can hear the Travis influence on this one as well, you know, and it's just another one of those songs about Cudi and his his sex uh sex capades that he has, you know, and um partying and 
you know, it's just another cool one. You know what I mean? It's not one of my favorites, but it's another jam on the album. All right. So getting into track number seven, Heaven on Earth. So <clears throat> talking about this and then, of course, like the next two records or whatever is going to be after this and everything. But talking about this one, I was like, this is where he kind of got us on some shit where it's like, are we still on like, what, what is this? Is this part two of the joint? This, yeah, this is act two of the album, The Menace, The Rage of the Menace part. I was like, okay, like, because I, I forgot he was doing the whole little, like, you know, parts of the album or whatever, right? You know, he does that shit, which, you know, people don't really look into stuff like that and everything, but I literally felt like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, I'm on a different, wa- like, wave here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, man, I was like, okay, yeah, this, this man going crazy, like, at this point or whatever, like, I don't put my phone down, I only, I, I just, I'm looking to be like, okay, what track am I on next? Because, like, it's just... It's seemingly just going together perfect like a movie. Like, I love it, man. But yeah, amazing record. Yeah, it was. I, I will say it was very cinematic, this album. He he took several clips from out from movies and he placed them. Yeah, I like that. Album. Um, this this song right here, Cuddy Again, was in his bag with his flow. I will say that. Um, the production I thought was solid, produced by Dr. Genius, Anthony Kilhoffer, and DST, The Danger. Um, I thought the hook was okay. You know, right. he's uh he's saying don't embellish as hell as we in the strongest of men catch us on the throne. You know, very m- monotone with it. Uh, I thought it was an alright hook, but overall, I thought this song was solid. You know, um, so yeah, let's uh get into track number eight, uh, show out, which features skept. Well, show out, which is with Skepta and Pop Smoke. What do you think about this? Man, I can't say it enough. Man, rest in peace to Pop. Just. God, Joe, this is just crazy. I can't even imagine it and everything. And also, like, uh, shout out to Skepta. You know, my man got like, my, my, my man got the, the, the R&B queen out there. You know, Adele. My, my man got here out here with like a Jamaican flags and shit now. <laughs> was, that, was that confirmed? I don't know. I saw that was as a rumor. I, I, I think that shit was confirmed. I think she pretty much came out and was like, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, shit. Regardless of whatever, it's good for his PR. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I, I love this joint. I thought, you know, I almost called this nigga Scott. I thought Cuddy would like, like Cuddy even kind of felt the energy, man. And he was like going. I was like, yo, like this. Shit. <laughs> oh man, this this shit was incredible. Like at first, I was like, wait, favorite song? Mm, it's up there. It's up there. Now we you know we, we can't reveal that shit yet, but. I was like, yeah, this shit is insane. What, what, what about you, bro? Uh, this was a dope ass fucking song, man. You know, I didn't never, I never would have thought I would hear Cuddy over like a drill beat. Mm-hmm. And he fit perfectly on this song, bro. Like he, you know, Skepta went the fuck in on this song, bro. His verse was Facts. crazy on this. You know, he was right at home on it. Uh, production is hard. Song is really about winning, triumph. You know what I mean? Uh, the hook with Pop and Cuddy when they were both on it, I thought that part was fire. Overall, this is a really dope song, man. One of the better songs on this album, I would say that. Hell yeah. Yeah. And this one was produced by Dr. Genius, Plain Pat, Heavy Mellow, and Graves. So, all right, uh, track nine, uh, Mr. Solo 3, Solo Dolo 3. Y'all, y'all watching the video and everything, y'all can see what I'm doing on my face, like, 
Uh, this gives me like literally. This makes me think of the fucking cover art, mm. which I don't know who the fuck did that and everything. But whoever you are, I think somebody shouted it out on um socials or whatever. But like hella talented. Like this shit is incredible. Um, you know, like when you hit, when you see that title of Mister Solo Dolo Three, I feel like a lot of people will probably like come to this one first and be like, "Yo, like what's going on with this joint?" You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it came to deliver, man. Like, I, I thought this record was really cool. Like I said previously when we were talking, I still think the Kendrick one is my favorite. But, like, I have to go back and listen to one because I'm like, yo, this, this man kind of went crazy on three, bro. Like, yeah. what you got? Uh, Man, this song was fucking incredible, in my opinion. This was, one of the, again, one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, easily. This is the Cuddy that I know. From back in the day, and I, this is the sound that I love that he makes. Uh, this is the vintage Cuddy on this song right here. And, you know, he's got the typical suspects with Plain Pat, Dr. Genius, Audio um, Anthem, and Cuddy also produced on this as well. This song deals with Cuddy's mental Ill, uh, mental uh, issue health pro, uh, issues that he has and uh, deals with his struggles with that and with addiction. And this is the Cuddy that we grew up, uh, that I grew up with, really. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I thought he was right at home on this song. I thought I loved this song. So, so yeah. How old do you think this record is? You think this like was written this year? No, nah, probably two, three years old. Okay, look, I'm, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, I feel like he's had this shit for a minute, man. He probably went back in, tweaked some shit, being like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like this, like that legacy of the solo dolos, like have a reputation. Like you can't just put like, you know what I'm saying? It can't just be no average record. And for like sure. you said, it was everything but that. For sure. All right. So getting into track number 10, Sad People. Um... <clears throat> Sad people was cool. Um, I'm not gonna say like, oh my god, I like I remember everything right now off the top of my head, but like I told you, from literally track four on, I was like, I don't think I could skip anything. Like, what part of the album are we on right now as far as like acts? Uh I think we're still on act two. Okay. Let me know when we get to act three. All right. Cause I have questions. Okay. And uh, without spoiling anything. Uh I think this song, I thought it was a cool song, you know what I mean? This isn't one of my uh the my favorites from the project, but I think it's still a solid song overall. You know, really like it's just Cuddy expressing his late night thoughts, like yeah. on like, maybe like a late night drive. It's like him trying to find searching for the truth. Uh cool production, you know, just a vibe track, you know, again dr- addressing his mental health and uh you know, just trying to find inner peace on this song. So I thought it was solid. This again, produced by Dr. Genius and Take a Day Trip. Um, Number 11, Elsie's Baby Boy. Flashback. This shit was hard. <laughs> like, fam, I was like, okay, like, what type of, you know, what type of joint you about to give me, Cuddy? And I was like, okay, sir. Like, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love this record. Love it. Yeah, um, this song is like Cuddy's song about his relationship with his mother, you know, Elsie, and her being a single mother raising him and his uh his two older brothers and his older sister. You know, his dad passed away when he was a preteen. I think he was like twelve. I think he says in the song his dad passed away, and um, no, when he was eleven, 
And, you know, it's just him growing up with his mom and her having to work to keep the family together. Him not having have, uh, having that father figure really affected his life moving forward. And I think it's just a, overall, it's just a solid song overall. And uh, I, I really, I, I thought this the production was cool on this, produce, produced by Evax, um, Cuddy, Heavy Mellow, and once again, Dr. Genius. Um, so, yeah, moving on to... Track number 12, uh, September 16th. You know, anytime something has like a date, I feel like niggas are just automatically about to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. It's just, it, it does something. Um, I like this record by Cuddy. I like it a lot. Um, but I feel like it's going to go into this next record perfectly. So go ahead. Um, this song right here is a love song dedicated to Cuddy's girlfriend at the time, or I think he's still with her, uh, Raquel Rocky D. Dirian. This is her birthday. So, okay. yeah, it's a love song dedicated to her. This is the young lady right here. That's a okay. Cuddy's, Cuddy's girlfriend. And, um, you know, it's just Cuddy expressing his love for her and needing, wanting her when she's not there and you know, search for your love wherever it be. Life goes by. I need your love all over me. Life goes by. Search for your love wherever it be. And um, you know, it's just Cuddy. You know, he's in he's in love. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he's expressing it in this song. And let me see what I put in my notes. Uh, I said yeah, ambient production, and it's just vibes, man. You know, just a love love ballad for his lady. And yeah, man, solid song. So uh, moving on to number 13, and this is, I think we're in act three of the album, I think. Uh, this, is the, this is The Void, produced by Dr. Genius, Cuddy, and Mike Dean. What do you think of this? When I tell you, bro, I like movies. We were literally talking about Tenet and everything before we started this recording. I felt like I was on a fucking roller coaster or whatever with this song. I, I literally don't even have words. Like I I was like low-key pissed because I was like, shit, it's too late to add songs to the holiday season playlist or whatever. You know, I ain't got new playlists coming until January. I was like, this was gonna be one of the first songs I put up there. This I, this song is ridiculous. I'm probably gonna play it again like five more times later when we finish the shit. It's like the perfect dreary ass day for it. He kind of took us through like a bunch of shit. I'm like, I love this record. Love it. Yeah, man. Uh, this is one of the better songs on the album, easily. Um, I said, you know, it's got et- ethereal production is the way I, I express. Is the way okay. I think it's the ethereal. Big word. Uh, produced by Dr. Genius, Kid Cudi, and Mike Dean, of course. And uh, fire fucking song, fire hook. You know, song about him finding his way home and avoiding depression. You know, going into the void, falling the void, falling the void. I will fall in the void, fall in the void just to avoid anything that can bring me down and fuck with my flow. And this is just a, again, this is like vintage Cuddy on this song, easily. I feel like 2020 shit, we in the void right now, son. <laughs> this shit is crazy. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it literally was like, yo, this is the anthem for this year, man. My God. For sure. And, uh, Moving to number 14, this is Loving Me featuring featuring Phoebe Bridgers. 
So I had to Google Phoebe Bridgers because I was like, now with a name like that, and I'm, I think I was talking to Tone or somebody, maybe it was you, I can't remember, but somebody was like, yo, you know, Phoebe Bridgers or whatever, she was on somebody else's track or whatever too. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to go check and see, you know, about her or whatever. I saw like a picture, you know, like singer out of LA and everything. Um, but I like, I like her and Cuddy together. I really do. This was dope. Yeah, I thought this was a cool song, man. You know, obviously the song is about self-love. Yeah. Um, got those indie vibes. She's like this indie artist, really. You know, Cuddy, he has those collaborations like we were talking about earlier with uh, Red Eye with Haim. Uh, that indie- shit's indie- still a banger, boy. My God. You know, he, he has these indie, like uh, Father, what is it? Father Misty? Father John uh, Misty. Father John Misty, yeah. That's another one of his <laughs> indie collabs. You know, what I mean, so Cuddy has those those type of vibes on his album. You know, and, I mean, he did release a rock album with Wizard, and Speed and Bullet to Heaven is technically, I think, like a rock album. Um, Wizard. <laughs> yeah, I thought the production was dope. I thought Cuddy's melodies were on point. I think it's a strong chorus on this song for sure. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, man, just a solid track overall. All right, so number fifteen, the. This is the pale moonlight. The personification of Kid Cudi, like legit, like this shit. Like I, I heard this. I saw. I, I went and looked at the title, and I was like, "Alright, so yeah, I'm, I'm about to go another. I'm about to go on another ride." Like, yeah, this shit's crazy. Like, yeah, this is the first uh, song on Act Four of the album. Right. Okay. I, I like it. I, I really do. Like I said, there was once I got to the point there was no skips whatsoever, and everything like the record. Okay, uh, yeah, for the uh, for this song produced by Evax, Rami Beats, and Dot the Genius, um, I said that this song was it was cool. You know what I mean? Uh, again, like you said, this is this personifies this is the personification of Cuddy. Uh, you know him facing his demons about him healing. You know, solid production and Cuddy again is flowing. You know, to those people that say Cuddy just hums on his songs, he can rap. You know what I mean? He was rapping on this song, so. You know, um, I think it's just a, it's a solid vibe all together. So track number 16, we have Rockstar Nights with uh, Trippy Red. What did you think about this? I'm just going to say first off, man. Sometimes I just feel like with Trippy Red or whatever, I'll hear some shit and I'll be like, yo, this kid is so talented. Like, what what is it? And then I'll hear some other stuff and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like I like I, just, I feel like it, it goes in one direction. I wanted to go in that direction, and he'd like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and it's just so off. And I'm like, yo, but on this song in particular, he was in his fucking element. He was where he was supposed to be. I feel like you you know you mentioned it a while ago, whatever. Like this is one of his idols. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, he kind of like comes off that sound. Yeah. Um, the fact of there's three fi- or three four features on the fucking album or whatever in. Trap, you know, Trippy Red is one of them, and everything. That's even that's an honor. So, hey, shout out Trippy Man. I love the record. Man, I'll say this: um, this was a fire fucking song, man. Um, yeah. Again, one of the better songs on the album, in my opinion. I think Trippy stole the show on this song, personally. He did. I was like, and I feel like that's the thing. I get so upset because I'm just like, he's so good when he wants to be. Yeah, Trippy's very hit or miss. you know um but i still tune in because again trippy does songs like this that have bring me back into his music but then he just had he does certain songs that i feel like he's just riding the wave or was popular when he should just 
do what he want. I mean, he should continue to experiment for sure. That's what I, I like when he experiments in his music. But uh, he gets formulaic at times, and I feel like you know it's just it's just not it. But this yeah. right here, he was perfect for this song. Um, Trippy was going crazy flowing on this. Cuddy was sliding on this. You know, got yeah. the Ivy production, forward thinking. Shouts out the Wonder Girl who was on this. Wonder Girl genius. Hey, Mike, shout out Wonder Girl. That's uh, Mike Bean, Doctor Genius, and Take a Day Trip. And uh, yeah, you know, braggadocious type bars was on this song. You know, Cuddy doesn't really brag a lot like in his music, but he was more so doing it on this one with Trippy. And uh, yeah, this is just a great record. You know, one of the better ones for this album. All right. So uh, number 17 for the kids. Um, Second to last, you know what I'm saying? Cuddy's still doing his thing. Really cool record. Yeah, this was an ode to the youth. But that for the kids, I mean, literally, yeah. this song is dedicated to you. He's literally just giving uplifting lyrics to to the youth. You know, I love the production on this song. Uh, again, produced by Wonder Girl again, Mike Dean, Doctor Genius, eighteen yo man, eighteen years old man, I, I guess, and uh, take a day shirt. <laughs> uh, again, he's just giving uplifting, positive vi- lyrics to the kids, man. You know, saying. Stuff like this is all for you. Give a fuck about the phony. All in the plan as you grow. Make the moments last. Even though in life it seems the shit moves fast. Cold to the realest. Hands high. Feel this. Smoke one to the head. But remember shit's vicious. Never lose hope. If you don't, you'll be golden. Always keep your family close. Keep your heart open. Here's to the chosen. Solo dola rolling. So, you know, Cuddy just wants to give a song for the youth to vibe out to. And, you know, Cuddy's always, you know, throughout the course of his career, he has a lot of depressing songs, yeah, because yeah. he's somebody that has dealt with depression, you know, mental health issues for a long time. You know, I remember there was at a point when he first started. This was when I was getting on rap blogs, listening to rap blogs. There was this one from, I think, that kid from Cleveland rap uh, uh, blog where Cuddy's from Cleveland. Yeah. And uh, it was talking about Cuddy was thinking about retiring before his debut album came out because he already was so... I guess overwhelmed with fame, it was too much for him at the time. You know, luckily for us, he didn't, and he he continued to give us more projects. But you see, he's battled with mental health his entire career, and you know, very depressing a lot of his records. But you know, it's it's good. He's always give he always tries to give hope in his music as well, even though he's going through whatever he's going through might be in a dark place. He always tries to give uh, hope. You know, so I respect that about him. And, um, for sure. Yeah, at the end, like I was saying with the movies, the outro, he he uses a sound bite from uh the Castaway movie with Tom Hanks. Right. <laughs> you know, shouts out to Chet Hank. Yeah, I mean, yeah, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Didn't he Chet come Hank. out with a video recently on why he like why he's allowed to do the patois? I think he did, man. Yeah, Chet Hanks is a character, man. I, I heard like one of his baby moms or his only baby mom, whatever it is, but she's Jamaican. Yeah, that that wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's your boy, your big boy, Chuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, going to the last song on the album, track number 18, Lord I Know. It's how you close the album out, bro. I'm telling you. like, I, I like what you said, too, and everything. Like, you would think, yo, this is the end or whatever, but maybe not, you know? Yeah. Like, this is produced by Mike Dean, Dr. Genius, 18 years old, man, and Take a Day Trip. This is the conclusion to the trilogy of uh, 
man on the moon, or maybe not, because on the end, his daughter, Vada Muscutty, says, to be continued. Um, and this song right here, man, is... Let me see what I put. Introspective lyrics to close out the album. Cuddy was flowing again. Forward thinking production on this. You know, I love the production throughout this album. Um, yes, sir. Same. It's a dope song, man, to end the, the album with. You know, um, like some of the lyrics. On my job, working strong, hyper-focused, baby, ain't no phasing. Tell me what you do when your world is crazy. Something going on, and I wish the world could save me. Wasn't ready now. I understand my nigga shit is gravy. Keep away from hoes. Never let them get too close. Not see. No time for drama. Ain't the way it was. Strutting like it's nothing. Hit the button. No more feeling buzz. So it's Cuddy, you know, focused on his mission in life. You know, he's he's on his path. Is uh, you know, focused on his uh his his uh his destiny. You know, and um. It's good to see. It seems like, you know, start the show. Blessings in my life. Lord, I know you can make it right. Start the show. Blessings in my life. Lord, I know. Cuddy's on a, a good path. He's ending the album and he's, you know, continuing to move forward and living his, uh you know, focused on his purpose. And it's good to see, man. So, yeah, I think it was a, a, a really good conclusion to this album and to the trilogy of Man, the Moon, Man on the Moon. Yes, sir. And like really just for 2020, man, as wild and crazy years it's been like this was the last thing I was expecting, especially to close down and everything. But glad for the surprise. You know what I'm saying? Or I ain't gonna say surprise. I think it was announced like what a week, five, two weeks prior, three weeks. Yeah, it had been. Uh, Cuddy had said something about this for years. That Man on the Moon 3 was coming and people fans were like, man, it's never going to come. Yeah. He kept, kept pushing it back and dropping other albums instead. Right. Uh, still got other albums he's supposed to be dropping. Like I said, another Kids See Ghosts, a, a album with Travis Scott called The Scots. Um, another album called Intergalactic, maybe A Man on the Moon 4. So mm. he, he's got a lot of stuff in the works. So, so yeah, he said he's not done yet either for this year. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, man, let's get into it. Uh, before we get into to rank, uh, to the rating, of the album, what would you say is your favorite or favorites of the album? Um, I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna straight up just say favorite. Now, a close, a very fucking close second is um the show off with um Skepta and Pop Smoke. Yeah, yeah. Like you off. said, like I ne- I probably like seeing the names. I would have been like, okay, yeah, this is one thing. I don't know if I would have thought like, yo, this shit was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, never really expected like Cuddy on a drill beat and then not only just go out there and be fucking riding that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't expect that. That was a great surprise and rest in peace pop, man. But my favorite song on this fucking album, like I said, I'm going to go fucking play it like five or ten more times a day. That damn track 13, The Void, bro. Scott Mascuddy, man. What in the world was you on doing that record? Man, um, I'll say this. Um, that shit didn't make no sense. There's several songs that I really, really love from this album off of one listen, by the way. Um, yeah. First listen, I love Dive. Um, yeah. I love Show Out. I love The Void. I love Rockstar Kids. I mean, Rockstar Nights, but my favorite song is Mr. Solo Dolo 3. Okay. It's just like, 
when I first heard that shit, and I listen with headphones, I see a lot of people. Right. You gotta listen with some quality headphones, man, because I feel like a lot yeah. of people don't get it if you're just hearing it through like your phone with no or with just earbuds and shit or just driving. Yeah. You gotta listen to it with headphones. Any album, make sure you get some quality headphones to listen to. I use Sony, uh, Sony X3s right now, and um, man, that song when I heard it, that bass, that I can feel it, man. That music, I can feel the emotion. And and the lyrics, man, that shit was incredible to me, bro. Like, yeah, Mr. Solo Dolo 3 is my favorite of this album. Um, Hell yeah. Vintage Cuddy. But I feel like it's going to change over time because albums like this, when there's several songs like that that are my favorites, uh, I feel like it might be The Void eventually, could be Dive eventually. But right now it's Mr. Solo Dolo 3. Hell yeah. So uh, get in, let's get into it. So, uh, yeah, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen. What would you rate this on a scale of uh one to ten? Man, out of ten, I'm giving this album. I'm really torn between a eight point five and a nine, but I ain't gonna do that shit. Let's give this bad boy a nine. Like for everything we said about it, like I said, I literally it was only one record. I kind of just wasn't really on it. Like you said, only on one listen. Like I could probably go back and really enjoy the record later. I just wasn't in a mood for it. Who knows? Um, I'm ready to go back and see like, yo, this album. Okay. This little musical part. Like I missed that. You know, that was crazy type shit. You know, we all figure out. Um, shout out to Cuddy. And like you said, like really just cohesive, like the same four or five names on like every record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this is the real body of work. You know what I'm saying? Like the little stuff that people don't look at when they're like going through like albums. You know, for sure. Um, on a scale of zero, one to ten, and this is on my first listen. I was just thinking about it. You know, because there's a lot of favorites up here. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of songs I really love. There was a, a couple songs I thought were okay. For yeah. The most part, um, there's not one song. That I thought was just bad or anything like that. Uh, right. You know, the beautiful trip, that's really not even, it's just 30 seconds. So that don't really even count like that. But Skeleton 110, I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. On my first listen. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the same wave. Yeah. 8.5 out of 10 for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think this is one of Cuddy's best albums, man. Um, Off of first listen, this is, I think it's one of his best albums. Um, You know, and that's, and that it's interesting to say that because, an album with this many songs, you usually don't get that, you know. Um, some people say it's it's fluttered with, you know, it could be fluttered with or cluttered with uh, filler albums. Right. I mean, and what, eight, 18 records, right? 18? Yeah, 18 songs. Totally like with, with 18, I didn't, it wasn't any point where I was just like, oh, is this shit over with? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yo, I was just flowing in and out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel like with most people, what you want with an album, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's 18 songs, 58 minutes, you know, so it wasn't too, it didn't overstay its welcome. No. Um, flowed well, the sequencing I think was great from top to bottom with the album. And yeah, man, I think, uh, I think Cuddy delivered with this project, man. And I've seen, I see a lot of different, I've seen a lot of different reactions from it online. Some people loving it, some people being disappointed, some people not, if you don't even rock with Cuddy, then I still I still see they probably won't rock with him after this still, you know, mm. uh, because he has, that, he has that certain niche to his music. And 
you know, either you get it or you don't, you know what I mean? And I'm on the side of someone that enjoys his music. And I think I know the impact that Cuddy's music has had, not just on the game, but on me as personally and, and on like my music, my own music as well. So, so yeah, salute to Cuddy and I'm looking forward to whatever he releases coming up. Hey, yo, the Scots, the Scots album will be crazy because I feel like this is about to be a cold-ass winter. I'm not looking forward to a cold-ass winter, but as cold as that shit been already so far, like a Scots album of real just dark shit? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Uh, Scott's album is supposed to be coming. You know, uh, again, Intergalactic is another album he has. Another Kid C Ghost album. Um mm. Maybe a man on the moon for sometime down the road, you know, uh, potentially. Uh, Cuddy's doing a lot of acting. He was in Westworld. That's one of the shows I watched. Do you um, know I never got past? I watched all of season one never, and then start season two. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it's still a solid show. I don't think it's as good as it was when it first started, but I still think it's worth checking out. Um, right. He, I think he did solid for his role that he, was, he had. Um, he's on another show on hbo i forgot what it's called who we are or who they are something like that but uh <laughs> yeah he he's doing a lot of acting right now so okay hell yeah so yeah man he's got a lot on his plate so i'm glad that he you know he decided to put this out because i feel it was needed especially in these times right now so um i look forward to whatever he drops next so yeah hell yeah so um yeah on that note was there anything else you wanted to, to talk about? Um, man, I, I guess I'm good. You know, I'm I'm just I'm slowly waiting for the powers to like come in and everything. But I feel like as black people, we already have powers and everything. You just got to truly unlock it in yourself. You know, for the people listening, um, you know, what I'm saying I told you, like you guys, my co-host, he does not give himself enough credit sometimes and everything. We're gonna put the fucking bios in there. Y'all check out Uplift, you check out Kings, go check out Blessings, more shit on the fucking way. Niggas not getting off y'all necks. I yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, just uh just working, bro. Like I got so many ideas, man. You don't I don't think people understand it, bro. Like I come from the background of somebody that's listened to so much music well not just like my background in terms of the music i grew up with the music that i listened to like a lot of music i've listened to recently has been hip-hop oriented um but i am looking to explore more genres again moving forward i've just been so focused just so busy with work it's like i'm i'm gonna go back like again for this year in review episode that we do I'm definitely checking out some of those albums they put on the album of the year that I've never heard of. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm gonna check them all out and see, you know, get ratings and stuff. you know, might I might get ratings or probably. And um, yeah, we'll do that. The top 10 of the year and stuff we missed, you know, just re- go over stuff that happened each month in the year. And um, yeah, you know, stay tuned, you know, stay tuned for more music. You know, not from just me, but, you know, Mook, he does music as well. So stay tuned for that and check, stay tuned for his uh his um his own podcast, which is Don't Bite Your Tongue with Mookie. And my podcast co-hosted, um, I'm a co-host of One Half with uh, Monquay, which is the Divine Council podcast. Yes, we'll sir. have that in the bios. And, you know, once again, you know, this is this concludes episode 10 of From the Roots to the Top podcast. 
if you liked this episode, if you loved it, if you didn't like it, you know, let us know in the comments. Uh, we're open to uh, constructive criticism. The podcast is available wherever podcasting is available, such as Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and many other streaming services. Um, you know, if you're listening on like Apple Podcasts, you know, give us a review. You know what I mean? Like five a five star rating helps with visibility, you know. So we're trying to, you know, get that, get as much eyes out there on us as we can, you know, to help um continue to push music that we think deserves to be listened to, the underground, you know, up and coming artists, you know what I mean? So uh so yeah, man, that's it. Yes, that, sir. that wraps uh episode 10 of the From the Roots to the Top podcast. I go by the name of Don Juan and it's your boy Mook Dog. We outie. We're out. Peace.